Wolf, get away from those sheep. Bollocks. You're listening to the Wolf and the Shepherd podcast. Broadcasting from Fort Worth in the great state of Texas. Now, get ready for this episode of The Wolf and the Shepherd. Welcome to this episode of The Wolf and the Shepherd. It's time for another one of our In Other News segments. And joining us once again from On an Island with Pat Beeman, we have Pat Beeman. Pat, glad you could join us. Guys, it's always good to be here. So, what's... What's new in the crazy news world? What is new? There is nothing new under the heavens. All what? of this stuff has been done before. Ah, so is that the end of the podcast? That we're is, done? Oh. yeah. The reason I say that is because some of these articles, I actually look for extra news about them on other websites. And I always find like about a dozen similar stories. Any story I've ever read out on here, there's like dozens of similar stories historically so it seems like the pattern of stupidity has not been broken despite any previous learning opportunities people could have had from previous news things like not trying to cook a squirrel with a blowtorch because two people burnt down an apartment complex and the apartment complex tried to sue them for two million dollars two million bucks for yeah, a trying to, complex they, yeah. they were trying to uh yeah, cook a squirrel with a blowtorch. Now, I'm not an accountant, but I don't think they probably had $2 million. No. If you're bothering to cook a squirrel? No. Yeah, but there were like, there were at least half a dozen similar stories where people had burnt down apartment complexes trying to cook on the balcony. So nobody like a, learns. And nobody like on learns. a, a yeah. wooden balcony too, probably. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, of yeah, course. Well, those, well, a lot of the old apartment complexes, especially here in DFW, uh, they're wooden structures that have those wooden balconies. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Are you um, telling me that you found other stories about fat monkeys as well? Oh, there's a ton of them. I think I think it's a big issue, diabetes in the ape and that the monkey is. world. Yeah. It's because people keep feeding them candy, and I think eventually it's gotten to their genetics, and now they're susceptible. As soon as they see a Snickers bar, they're kind of like... Yeah, but what color ribbon do you wear to raise awareness for monkey diabetes? I don't know. They're colorblind. I don't know if it matters. Uh. We need to we need to do some research yeah, we need to do on some that. Research and that. Get and some need to get some ribbons. Completely ordered. forget about it. Yeah. So the first article, um, which should please you, Shepard, because we're always in favour of robot violence when mm-hmm. it comes to robots against humans. We've read a few sad stories in the past True. where robots have come unstuck or been maltreated by humans, but it always gives us a bit of a giggle. I think that the podcast has come out in favor of the robots almost every time. Yeah, yeah, we like we like robots and yeah. But I hope you're not starting us off with a sad story. No. Okay. Good. Yeah, because I thought we had to talk about that. Well, we can't kick it off with a sad story. Well, there is absolutely nothing, even from the headline, you can make sad about this. Okay. South Korean woman's hair eaten by robot vacuum cleaner as she slept. Yeah, I'm gonna go on the side of the robot. Yeah. It's like he's trying to do his job. Well, I mean, the fact that as she slept means it must have continued. Now, it's one thing if she was asleep and the robot started eating her hair and she woke up, but apparently the robot ate her hair while she slept. Well, okay, so if you look at it this way, that means it's a very gentle robot. Well, I was thinking of looking up what model it is because the last one I heard was like a cement mixer, so I'm thinking this one's nice and quiet, so I'll buy this one myself. Plus, I've got no hair for it to eat, so I'm pretty... That's true. Yeah, all-round win-win. Two-for-one deal there. So the woman was sleeping on the floor of her home 
Why? We don't know. Right. Um, when the robotic cleaner ingested her hair, leaving her in agony. Obviously not enough agony while she was sleeping to wake up, but mm-hmm. at the end of it. Yeah, and I guess I'd have to know why was she sleeping on the floor? Well, what she we're really... going to find that out in a moment. Oh, you have okay. to remember, she's South Korean, and they've got some funny habits. Not as oh. much as the North Koreans, but... Yeah, but I'm just wondering... Was she sleeping on the floor because she said, you know, hey, I'm tired. I'm going to take me a little nap. Or had she gotten drunk and passed out on the floor and the robot ate her hair and she spun the story around to say, well, I was just taking a nap. Right. Well, we're going to find out in a moment. But first of all, I wanted to do the usual useless thing for our listeners and pass you and Pat the uh, photo of her being rescued. Now, I don't know if this is a reenactment actually it seems a bit convenient that somebody had a camera to show these two people pulling her hair out of this robot vacuum i think it's a reenactment i don't know that looks pretty legitimate yeah. could have come from the ring doorbell yeah yeah if that's they a good point inwards, yeah maybe so let's find out more about this woman goes when a south korean woman invested in a robot vacuum cleaner the idea was to leave a trustworthy gadget to do its work while she took a break from household chores like sleeping and stuff Mm-hmm. Instead, the 52-year-old resident of Changwon City ended up being the victim of what many believe is a peek into a dystopian future in which benign robots turn against their human masters. They've run with this one. Oh, they have. Run with this. The woman whose name is being withheld, which is just, well, you don't want any uh, well, comeback you, from other members of the robot community. You should also point out that we didn't see her face in the picture either. No, she was face down. face down. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if that's how she was sleeping at the time. Probably. Yeah. Robot thought, well, yeah, there's stick some... her out of the misery. Hey, there's something laying on the carpet. Look, I'm trying to clean it up. If you've got a pet cat, it's going to eat you once you die. Right. Dogs will wait till they're almost at starvation point because they're so loyal. Whereas cats, within 24 hours, will start like trying to eat your eyes and chew your fingers and stuff. They won't even wait till their food bowl runs out. They're just like, well, yeah. I've got something some different. Dry, I've got some dry food out back, but <laughs> that's kind of fresh. Some wet food. Yeah. yeah. So, not been named, uh, was taking a nap on the floor at home when the vacuum cleaner locked onto her hair and sucked it up, apparently mistaking it for dust. Now, I can understand you mistaking my hair for dust because well, there's not much of it, but... How how do we know that the robot mistaked her hair for dust? Well, they probably asked her afterwards. But why, why would the robot tell the truth? Mm, that's true. Can, can robots yeah. lie? Well, we're going to find out. Okay. The agony of her having her hair entangled in the bowels of the contraption roused the woman from her slumber. They're using a lot of flowery language. Yeah, that's very poetic. Unable to free herself, which I thought she could at least stand up having it dangling from her head or something. Depending on how heavy the vacuum is. She called the fire department with a desperate rescue plea and was separated from the robot's clutches by paramedics. She escaped serious injury, although it is not known whether she has retained the autonomous cleaner's services. Mm. Even though we wouldn't be able to understand it, it mm. would be kind of interesting to hear that 911 call. Yeah. yeah I mean, you're I'm right. going to guess that it's probably in Korean, so we wouldn't be right. able to understand what they're saying. 
but I do have some Koreans on speed dial in my phone and they right. could translate it for us. Yeah. That might Get be fun. Get reenact it as well. Oh, that's a Look good point. Yeah. yeah. Write a script out, say, I read yeah. this in Korean. Yeah. Well, yeah. But well, sound I mean, terrified and in pain. Yeah. I guess a lot of it's going to depend on if the 911 operator person was male or female of who we would get to play the role of that person. Right. So Korean BizWire, which is apparently where this article's from, it sounds oh, very official. That's kind of like their AP news yeah. deal. Pointed out, however, that people from cultures in which it's commonplace to sit or nap on the floor, such as Japan and South Korea, mm. may be more vulnerable to vacuum robot rage. So what we're looking at there is a new warning label for people in Asia who buy robot vacuums. Because that's where warning labels thought. come from, right? Well, robots are opportunists, let's not forget. No, that's true. Yeah. So we go. I don't really think that it's the warning label. What we have here is a problem with old people and technology. Yeah, that's a good 52, point. Fifty-two. Uh, you don't need to be adapting to new technology right. at that age. Yeah, yeah. Probably has trouble opening their smartphone up. You know, it probably calls. VCR is still blinking twelve o'clock. That's yeah. true. And, and probably has a VCR. Probably does. Good yeah. point. Actually still has a VCR in the living room. Probably, probably has a grandchild that has to come over on a daily basis and reset the Netflix account. Yeah, absolutely. I was thinking it could have been worse, and I can't go into too much detail about this, but I don't think too many countries in Asia have AC like we do. Oh, And so sure. she'd been sleeping on the floor kind of naked and trying to let the air flow around a little bit. That vacuum could have gone for some other areas which have been a bit more painful than the head although would have made a much interesting story yeah i don't know if we'd have got a photo out of it but no, it would have been. no. although that would have been good wouldn't it yeah somebody yeah. like had a had their like foot on a back and like two other people were pulling on the vacuum trying to pull it away from yeah. the center of her body that would have been that would better. Have, it, it's too bad we don't good have animated a, gif well made. that but it's it's too bad we don't have a video of it right yeah, and we right. just have this still photo yeah, maybe of it. i should look there's got to be a video no, somewhere. there's got to be and it almost looks like that picture you showed it showed us was taken from a video right, right? it's like yeah. a, just a still frame of it because mm. you know those firefighters came in and said Oh no! Yeah. Nobody at the station's gonna believe this. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna go ahead I've been and on film it within like a oh, minute. Absolutely. Yeah. So, moving on to the next one. It's also about cleanliness. Oh well, uh, wait. Before we move on, though, yeah. Pat, do you have a robot vacuum cleaner? I do not have a robot vacuum cleaner. I do not either. And I know the wolf had one at one time, I did, but, yeah. but it broke or something. It killed it. Yeah, so you still don't have one, though. You never I don't replaced have one, it. No, I was going to get one for my girlfriend. Um, and actually, it was supposed to be her Christmas gift for last year. And I ordered it on Amazon. And it had like some like 44,000, like four and a half star average right. know, reviews. And um, it's always out of stock. So I thought, well, I'm not going to cancel it because I'm going to be on the waiting list, right? So when they get more in stock, I'm still on the waiting list. Six months later, you're yeah, still on the waiting list. But it's such a bargain. I need to wait. Well. Because now there's like 80,000, like four and a half star reviews on average for it. So it's supposed to be the cheapest. Um, if you're listening, Cindy, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but it's supposed to be the cheapest, best quality. That's what I should have said. But cheapest, that's, best that's, quality that's right up our alley, money, though. Yeah. Especially especially <laughs> yeah. Pat, as, as yeah. he does his research on his right. show. And, and of course, Pat, I don't want to let out any secrets of your show. I know we're sworn to secrecy on that. But Pat is really good at, at finding those things he out, is. too. His team you know, yeah. finds those for him. I'm just curious... 
Do you have a reason, Pat, why you don't have a robot vacuum cleaner? Is it because you just don't want to buy one, or is it because you have Karen? No, it's generally just cheapness. Okay. Uh, that, and I have heard, we do have a dog at home. Right. And I've heard that uh, vacuum cleaners have occasionally pushed dog crap around oh, all day. Yeah. And that, would that be could be true. actually worse. Destroy some modern art. Yes. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I don't have one. Because I don't like the deal that you have to put around the furniture or whatever, the, the little border thing, oh, to keep it from going under the couches nah, and stuff. No, it depends, because you can get them now. With, like The more expensive ones have sensors, and they completely map out the room, and they have image identification, so they know what a chair looks like. They know what a sofa looks oh. like. So, and also, if they see an animal that has a picture of like a sleeping cat, it'll avoid it, because hmm. it will actually recognize it. In its memory now the cheap ones like the one you know i was trying to buy my girlfriend i don't think that's got that that one was just super powerful right yeah i think it's like got a nuclear reactor in it because it nice. goes like about six weeks without having to recharge cool yeah well let us know if you actually get the vacuum <laughs> yeah. maybe next christmas yeah, yeah. maybe next christmas maybe by next and by christmas next, i don't mean this year i mean next year's christmas. oh yeah. yeah christmas 2022 yeah that's the goal that's the goal all right yeah. Otherwise, she's just getting a dustpan and brush. Or yeah. <laughs> right. So this man wasted two years washing up. He was shocked to find out he had a dishwasher hidden behind what he thought was a fake cupboard in his flat. How do you not know what's in your own house? Well, he thought it was just a panel in his kitchen. And he oh. thought it was just like a cupboard. You know, sometimes over underneath sinks and stuff, it's just a fake kind of covered there's nothing actually there right um but yeah there was something here i must i guess you must have banged into it and thought oh that kind of sounds hollow took off the cover and there was a washing not washing machine um dishwasher there so i'm still kind of lost because i'm guessing they had this like decorative panel up right to kind of yeah. hide the fact that there's a dishwasher there yeah there had to be hinges or something well, on this, what right? might help with this story is this is a dude in london now in england i didn't know anybody with a dishwasher really yeah that's crazy i mean that's so like, is he a renter yeah it, it was um in his flat which is like an apartment sure i'm not an saying. idiot yeah. thanks for pointing that out well <laughs> well you said it was it in his <laughs> well he, he could own he could have owned the flat or he could have been renting the flat do people own oh. flats in England? Um, you know that? I don't know. Maybe. I thought it was all type of rental things like apartments. Yeah, but it's like condos over here and like yeah. the high rises. You can actually buy them. Yeah. And you kind of own the floor. Yeah, that's or the point. Whatever. Flats in England, they're not out. They're not laid out like apartments here. They do tend to be in high rises where like somebody has come in like the council and they've bought out like a high rise which was used for business and they turn it into accommodation, cheap accommodation. And then, you know, you can get government subsidies. So a lot of the time in these flats, it's not the uh, prime segment of society who uh, kind of uh, inhabits gotcha. them. So so what we would call Section 8 housing? Uh, yeah, but probably this is like Section 6. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. So um, he took to Twitter to reveal what he thought was a fake cupboard is actually a dishwasher. Joked he'd wasted days of his life getting hands dirty and washing up. And he was left dumbfounded. You know, my biggest complaint about dishwashers is I feel like I have to wash my dishes before I put them oh, in yeah. the dishwasher because it's really just sanitizing them. It's mm. not really washing them. Like, how, how have we had dishwashers for so long that you can't just put 
all right. the dishes in there with the food stuck to it and all of that. And then this yeah. robot dishwasher. I mean, kind of technically, it's kind of like a robot, right? Because yeah. it's doing the job of something else. How is it that we haven't come up with a dishwasher that will actually yeah. wash the hasn't dishes? hasn't really evolved either, has it? Because no. like you put a spoon in with peanut butter, it still does such same crappy job it did 30 years ago yeah and, and if you think about i remember when my parents got a dishwasher so their house didn't have one in it because it was an older house and i remember tearing out a cabinet and everything to install the dishwasher and of course you had to do it by the sink because you had to have access to the water line and everything but that dishwasher versus the brand new one that i have in my house right now that was replaced six months ago other than like the controls on the front it's pretty much set up the exact same right. way. You know, it's got the two drawers. It's got the little spinny propeller things that shoot the water out. And that's it. It's it's the same thing. I think it makes people lazy as well. Because like my girlfriend, she puts in a pair of scissors into the dishwasher when she cuts stuff. I'm like, just rinse it under the tap. it take you less time than putting the scissors in and out of the dishwasher. Why are you putting your scissors in the dishwasher? Well, because some foods, you know, she cuts with scissors, just like I do. I mean, like if I cut like certain vegetables like broccoli and I cut off the stalk, I'll actually use scissors to kind of like cut it so it's less stalk and do more you floral. Use, Pat, do you use scissors to cut food? Uh, green onion? Absolutely. Okay, so I'm the only one sitting mm -hmm. here that does not use scissors to cut food. Yeah, and if I make like bacon bits, I'll use scissors to cut bacon into little kind of like squares for and do you have special food scissors for this no just regular ones we we actually have special food scissors yeah, so you can scissors. you can buy special food well, scissors yeah. I, they i think we made them special i think when we bought them they the were office office scissors yeah. and we've just yeah. used them specifically for food oh okay yeah. so those become the food scissors yeah. they go in the utensil drawer right into the knife absolutely right. okay yeah that's interesting. I've never used scissors to cut food. Uh, but your I, wife doesn't either. Well, your wife doesn't cook, so she, why would she use scissors to cut food? Well, you know what? We do have a pair of scissors in the kitchen to cut open some of the frozen dinners that right. she fixes the kids. Yeah. So I guess we do use food scissors. We just don't actually cut the food. We just cut the boxes open. Yeah, pretty much 90% of packaging which says tear here, you have to use scissors for. How, how do you open your bacon? I just peel it apart. Usually not, it has a little flap yeah, on the corner that you... Not all you, packets are like yeah, that. Like you just, some of them, it, they're um, that vacuum, sealed. Sealed, that Abs vacuum yes. sealed ones. You got to use the scissors gotta, for that. Yeah, you, oh. either that you got to shank it. No, I mean, even the ones that I have that are vacuum sealed, they usually have mm. that deal where the corner kind of separates a little bit and you just mm. grab a hold of it and go like that and go zoop, yeah. and then it's open. Right, I, too tactile for me anyway. Yeah. I, couldn't, uh, I couldn't pull that apart. Right. Gotcha. So let's move on to the next story. A cannibal Spanish waiter. He's probably in the right job if he's a cannibal, really. And a waiter. And in Spain. himself. Yeah. Uh, he's been convicted of chopping his mother into 1,000 pieces before eating her bit by bit over two weeks. Two weeks sounds pretty quickly to eat a person. Well, uh, it depends on the size. I mean, he could have had like this little yeah. old lady mother, right? I'm sure, like, I'm assuming she's a, a small lady. He was but... tw he was 28. Well, he still is 28, apparently. So I mean, go young. So but say she's uh, 85 pounds, 80 pounds. Okay, he's putting down 40 pounds worth of food a week. That's a good point. Well, of course, you get uh, the the bones and everything. Well, You're not eating the bones. Yeah, he used that for broth though. He probably made some broth with the bones. 
Well, yeah, and maybe he had a dog. It's like, oh, here's a treat. Yeah. I got 200 and how many ever treats for you? Mind you, Spanish women um, do start getting a bit chunky once they hit 40. Oh, don't tell me that. Yeah. That... Yeah, but yours, your wife is more Hispanic from the, you know, from the South American continent as such. Well, whereas I'm talking about proper Spanish people oh, from Spain. Oh, I got you. Not okay. just people who speak Spanish. Oh, well, she doesn't speak <laughs> Spanish, though. Exactly. Is See, that why she's not? No reasons uh, to worry. Oh, all yeah. right, there we go. No, but that they can sense. they can get they can get a bit chunky for no good reason. Um, so she instead of eight five pounds, she might have been like two hundred pounds. She might have been mm. a decent meal. If you I wonder. I wonder if he had friends over though. Wow. I mean, was it just him? Yeah. I mean, what if he's having parties? Yeah, that's true. You know, it, I don't know, like celebrating the riding of the bulls or the. The chasing after the bulls, whatever they do in Spain, don't they do that like every weekend? Let daily, the bulls chase daily, them? I think. Daily, yeah. Yeah. same thing. So late on Wednesday, a jury found him guilty of strangling and eating his mother. Jurors dismissed Gomez's claims he was experiencing a psychotic episode. Oh, he was jobless, a jobless waiter. I don't know how that makes him a waiter if he's jobless, but right. um, yeah, he's cutting her up into tiny pieces. I mean, afterwards. would it would it be better if he was a jobless? A neuroscientist or something like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I if if you're unemployed, don't you just say I'm a I'm a jobless <laughs> I'm yeah. rocket scientist? Right. Yeah. I mean, I can't find a job in rocket scientry yeah. or whatever it's called. So that's what I'll just call myself. Yeah, I'm an unemployed. Maybe that's why gigolo. people. Yeah, maybe that's why people have such a hard time finding good jobs. Because let's say you lose your job, right? You're yeah. a waiter. You lose your job. Then you just say, "Well, I'm an unemployed accountant." Yeah. And then you can find a job as an accountant. I mean, yeah. that's the qualification, right? Yeah. That makes sense. Mm. So after his arrest, Alberto Sanchez Gomez, just in case you had any doubt to the authenticity of his Spanishness, mm. mm -hmm. uh, was branded the cannibal killer of Ventus, the area of Madrid where he lived with his mother, Maria Soledad Gomez. Oh, his mother was 68. He dismembered her body before eating part of her remains over the next fortnight. The jurors, six women and three men, dismissed his psychotic episode excuse. They demanded a 15-year and five-month prison sentence for the drug user. So it was now you, that's come out, he's uh, using drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if he was convicted of homicide and desecration of a human corpse. So they found parts of his tragic mother's remains in Tupperware containers in their fridge and bones in drawers around the house. So we had, <clears throat> sorry, so we had an organization problem then. Well, a head, hands, and heart were found on a bed, so he didn't nibble on those ones. Head, hands, and heart. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, still an organization problem. Yeah. If, if those are on the bed, and then he's, you know. Yeah getting Tupperware containers and putting all this. Yeah. He, the dude needs to see that. What's that Japanese woman that, you know, says, Oh, put this in your hands. Does this give you joy? Then you keep it. And she needed to what go you, help what him. What woman is that? What Japanese oh, woman is that? What's her name? She's famous. She's the organization expert. Really? And you put something in her hands. And yeah, it, no, she Did says, she it, you know, you? like, Hey, and you grab this can and you say, does this give you joy? And if you answer no, you're supposed to throw it away. And if it gives you joy, you're supposed to keep it. 
That's her deal. I can imagine it's like that. it's like super famous. That I can't think of her name. Problems. It's like grab your wife. Does she give you joint? No. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. I better not use that tactic. Get rid of her. All right. Yeah. So, Pat, exactly what circumstance would you have to reach in your life outside of regular starvation apocalypse type scenario? Would you consider it an option to eat a member of your family? Is there, is there a time when you thought, hmm, I can't, I have be, can't be bothered to yeah. run to Kroger, but my uncle was coming over later, so. Right now, I can't imagine that circumstance. Yeah, I, I don't think it's I, one of those things. I, I don't think know. it would have to be pretty extreme before I could result. Yeah, it's like those soccer players or whatever that crashed in the uh, oh, on South America. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, like and they started eating each other. Each, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they made that movie about it, too. Yeah, I remember that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't uh, watch it because I thought it'd be crap, but. It kind of, it kind of yeah. was a crap movie. There's only so far you can go with it. Planes crash, start eating each other, and then they get rescued. I mean, how are you going to drag that out? I mean, it, it honestly should have been like a 15 minute movie. Right. It really should. Yeah. But uh, I think, it, what do you remember that movie? I, I remember. I don't know the name, but yeah. I do remember. The yeah, movie. I don't remember the name of the movie, but mm. at least we all know. I mean, yeah. that's our uh, fantastic couldn't reporting good, skills. We don't have it illegally downloaded on our hard drive, yeah. so it couldn't have been that good. That's true. Yeah. So this next one. I haven't actually, I'll be honest with you, I have not read this article. It's just the title drew me in. Said, owner of celebrity Turkish rooster that crows until he faints is forced to cancel his world tour due to the pandemic. That is a lot there. <laughs> that is a lot That's to a take lot to in. Uh, no, I think you're going to have to yeah. repeat that title. So, right. so read that title again. That Owner was a lot. Of celebrity Turkish rooster. So we know there's a Turkish rooster who's a celebrity that crows until he faints. Okay. Now, is that the reason that he's famous? Yeah, or he is that an additional a, yeah, talent? Something they discovered later on. Right. Oh, okay. You know, because first of all, maybe he was doing a little bit of tap dance. And is, is there anything sure. else he can do? Yeah, watch this. Yeah. Well, and I, I think there's a lot of celebrities that become celebrities and then they turn around later and we find out that they can actually do something other yeah. than be famous. Yeah, embarrassingly, I was going to do a rooster noise then, but I momentarily forgot what sound a rooster makes. cock a doodle do. Yeah, I know. I momentarily forgot yeah. that. Yeah. So, <laughs> too late to come back to Yeah. Me. Yeah, the joke's gone. So, Okan Gokbudak, I'm sure that's pronounced perfectly, 28. Owns- that's a complicated name for a rooster. Nice as his owner. Oh. He's 28. He owns a celebrity rooster called Batia, who crows until he faints. Once again, for the benefit of our listening audience, is a photo of the rooster. Look at him. He's got yeah. fame dripping off him. Absolutely. Got like about 2.8 million Instagram followers. The rooster has 2.8 Instagram followers. No, my dad. Oh. Um, so he's had to cancel a planned world tour, including a trip to the UK. I'm sure it had gone down well there. Yeah. Devoid well, of entertainment right. in the United Kingdom. Unfortunately, I cannot travel to, due to the pandemic. Gok Boondak, who is the owner, I think. Yeah, that is him. Yeah. Yeah. Planned a world tour. There is, I mean, how do you get booking? Right. Well, Who's buying a ticket for this? Well,. There's certain points in my life where I can imagine I might have bought a ticket to go and see it, but you're not exactly filling out like American Airlines Center with 
That's true. The rooster that crows until he faints. And how much thing is, how long does he have to crow before he faints? Yeah, and if but it's too quick, it's a bit of a waste, isn't it? You're gonna need some support acts. Wouldn't it be much easier to just create a YouTube video of the rooster crowing until it faints and just collect revenue from YouTube? Mm, you'd think so, yeah. yeah. I mean yeah. now you don't have to worry with the travel. I mean, I don't know how roosters do in hotels. A little, little harder Prob- to sell merchandise, though, because remember, it's going to oh, be selling T-shirts, car, car decals. Right. Yeah, no, that is a good Probably point. Probably some life-size stuff, taxidermical. Yeah, that's a... You know. I, well, you could always sell that stuff online, though. Yeah. But it, it's just like seeing a band, right? Yeah. You, you're more apt to buy that T-shirt when you see them live versus just going to their website and buying the T-shirt because you like the band. Yeah. Now, they've used a bit of anthropomorphic license here. They says the celebrity rooster is so determined to crow longer than anyone else, I'm assuming mm. it means other roosters, not just anybody, period, that he runs out of breath and faints. Who is tracking the amount of crowing roosters are doing? Are we funding this through science somehow? It would not be a shock. We've got to be funding it somehow. Well, it, was that hidden in like the pandemic support bill or yeah, something? Probably, yeah. Somewhere it was Infrastructure. like... Infrastructure. Yeah, line 964 yeah. and we're funding that uh, study. Oh, he's actually been shown in viral footage crowing so much that he falls over. He said the most important part of the trip was the invitation to join Jamie Theakston and Amanda Holden on a TV show called Heart Breakfast. The producers of the show contacted me at the end of April. They said that they had talked about my rooster on their show and thought it was great. They wanted to include us as a guest on the show and invited us to England. He added that people had been in touch from all over the world with offers of thousands of pounds to buy the rooster after it became a global celebrity. Hmm. In one clip, Gobu Dak, which again is the owner, I'm keep getting confused with him and the rooster because right. they've both got silly Turkish names, um, is heard bursting into laughter as he films the bird running out of puff during a hearty crow and dropping to the ground. He said, however, that it was not an isolated incident and the bird collapses every time it crows. Wouldn't it be better if the guy had a turkey in Turkey versus a rooster in Turkey? Uh, turkey in Turkey. Turkey and turkey would be good. Oi, Pat, falling asleep, mate. Are you concentrating on the rooster? <laughs> he's he's waiting on the rooster to crow to wake him up. I know I know he's got a busy schedule. He can't be falling well, asleep. I know. Look, I'm just trying to figure out why the rooster is famous. I refuse to believe well, he it's from crowing. I don't think so. Come on. I think that he's got like a there's gotta be vaudeville show. Right. He's singing Taps and sings like Sammy Davis Jr. Right. It's got to be more to it, yeah. 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 Might, like, you must play the xylophone or something. Yeah, it's like that. Ooh, that would be good. Yeah, yeah Pex the Ice Summer. Something simple, though, like yeah, three remember that? Remember that frog in Looney Tunes that could sing, but only the one dude could see him sing? No. Oh. What's that? Do you sing Mammy? <laughs> no, he's saying that. Hello, my baby. Hello, um, my darling. Hello, my long time guy. No, I do not remember that. Oh, frog. yeah. It was like this singing and frog. And only one person can see him. Yeah. Well, only one person could see him sing. So he, it, this dude decides, hey, I'm going to make a lot of money touring around with this frog. And then but the frog the wouldn't perform. And then everybody would leave. And when it was just him and the frog, the frog would sing. Wow, that sounds like a logistical nightmare having to refund all the money. Yeah, but see, this was way back in the day before YouTube. Mm. So if he would have just been able to film it, 
then he'd have made all kinds of money, but poor cartoon guy lost all his money. Wow. So, son, 22, tasered his mom on Mother's Day because he was upset he couldn't find his phone. Was pretty, mom hiding pretty, it? Pretty straightforward. I don't know. And she did deserve a tasering if, he, if she was hiding it. Andrew Peterson, aged 22, from Wisconsin, was charged with battery, disorderly conduct, bail jumping, and possession of an electronic weapon. Now, why are you getting uh, um, okay, now, in trouble for possessing an electronic weapon? Maybe now, that's how it is in Wisconsin. Because yeah. here they give you out tasers that, were like your happy meal at right and, and that was what I was initially or, or at the very end I guess that really threw a curveball at me because you can buy them all over oh, the place everywhere. here in, in Texas stations, yeah. yeah exactly in yeah. the gas station and like you said at Chick-fil-A I yeah. think they do that on like Fridays yeah. right I think in fact I think unless you beat them up or rate them afterwards I'm not even sure it's a crime to taser somebody in Texas I don't think so I yeah. think that's just expected. But what what were the other charges? Because uh, you lot once you said battery, that pol- pol- possession deal, it, yeah. it threw me. So yeah, so battery. Now I don't know if that counts in with the electrocuting a bit, as if that counts as battery. Gotcha. You know that might be the battery bit, unless he slapped her around a bit. Disorderly conduct. I mean, where that comes in, I don't know. Bail jumping. All right, kind of an associated charge of tagged on there. Yeah. Um, so I guess maybe as we dig more into this story, we're going to figure out hopefully yeah. the bail jumping part. But my big question, and maybe this is later on in the story, is he's twenty two. Like, why is it his mom's fault that he can't find his phone? Well, it sounds like she's actually the victim of a long line of abuse. Oh. Her son and her son's girlfriend, actually. Uh, Peterson is accused of tasering his 43-year-old mother in the neck on Mother's Day because he was upset that he could not find his phone. Peterson, his girlfriend, and their young child have been living with his mother for several months. The girlfriend, 20-year-old Colleen Parker allegedly admitted to punching Peterson's mother in the face three days prior. Well, what'd she do to deserve being punched in the face? I don't know. Maybe she lost a TV or something. Yeah. Right. So, here we go. According to a press release from Richland County Sheriff's Office, a 43-year-old woman called 911 shortly before 2.45pm on Sunday. So at least he got partly through the day. Mm, mm-hmm. yeah, to report that her adult son had just tasered her in the neck during a domestic dispute. Wow. Under questioning, Peterson allegedly admitted to deploying the stun gun against his parent. And his girlfriend allegedly confessed to punching the woman in the face. Wow. Court records indicate that Peterson has prior criminal history, which includes convictions for DUI, possession of drug paraphernalia, and trespassing. Oh. That is... I I just still can't get over the fact that there are so many people out there that just want to blame somebody else for what's their own fault. Right. You know, he can't find his phone, and so he's like, oh, it's your fault, you know. That's got to be embarrassing if he finds it later and somewhere really obvious where he didn't check properly, like it's in his own pocket. Yeah, like his back pocket. He and like, oh, there he it is. himself at that point? Well, I don't know, because he doesn't sound like the kind of guy who's going to come up to his mom and say, hey, mom, sorry. I, I'm sorry for blaming you, and I'm 
sorry for my girlfriend punching you in the face a few days ago. I don't know what that was about. I try not to get involved. And but I guess we don't have pictures of these people. Uh, no, actually, they did uh, not release. Oh, we oh, do have wait. a picture. Oh, we do have a picture. Oh, of is the dude that, and his girlfriend? Yeah, is that him and the girlfriend? Yeah. Okay. Viewers. Uh, yeah, she's not good looking. Not good looking. No. Pat, she good looking? Oh no, you're generous. I gotta go. No, no. So I try to be. I try to give a benefit right. of the doubt. Yeah. Um, different cultures, different tastes, but no. Yeah. yeah. So See, the viewers say no. Listeners take our word for it. She's yeah. Not it, but you know what? If if Pat's even saying no, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah, she's got to be a bit rough. That's, that's yeah. a, a one and a half at best. Right. So here's a funny but, story. But maybe that's why the guy has DUI conviction, because he's got to be drunk to even just look at her. Right. And doing drugs and trespassing, although I don't know how that ties in. Yeah, the trespassing one, I'm going to scratch my head on, but uh, the doing drugs makes sense too. Yeah. Because you can't drink all the time, so it's like, okay, I've drank enough now, let me just switch to drugs so I can tolerate this girlfriend. Right. So, we want a happy story, right? Yeah, so let, what, let's let's end on a happy right. story. Indian COVID victim, 76, wakes up on a funeral pyre moments before she is due to be cremated because family thought she was dead. That is good news. That is good news. How is that good news? They just she woke about burned her floor. Yeah. Well, okay, yeah. yeah, but I mean, twenty Pat, minutes later, she didn't and, have a leg on fire or something, right? She I, I mean, got to let it go at that point. No, that I guess that's true that she didn't suffer any burns. But it, yeah. Pat, when you were over in India and you were doing the COVID shots and everything over there, did you see any of these funeral fire oh, things we, going we, on? Unfortunately, we we officiated at several of the man the, that, the mass fires, the mass pyres there, and and again. It's nice that we got to see that. I was worrying in the story if, what kind of Indians they were, if they were, you know, casino or call oh, center. Yeah. But clearly it's a, no. it's a call center Indian. Yeah, no, these, right. are, these are our friend Indians. Yeah, yeah the yeah. friend Indians. These are our friends. Yeah. Because now, yeah. now you don't even say Native American anymore. Now no. it's indigenous people, I think. Yeah. And then That's, we get them confused with the ex people formerly known as Eskimos. Yeah, but I thought the Eskimos were. Uh, happy Inuit with the word or something well the yeah. eskimos themselves are it's just some white people who live in washington and california are offended by the name eskimo. I, think, I think they're indians in cold weather yeah. right i'm pretty sure that's the way that works because yeah. the tan fades and then they go all really white and pasty faced again yeah but i i could see you know the indigenous people or native american or whatever up there were with all the snow it's like, you know, when you go skiing or whatever, I've heard, because I've never been snow skiing, but I heard you can get a real bad sunburn mm, because sure. the sun Reflect, is reflecting off yeah. the white snow. So, yeah. it you know, that kind of makes sense. It right? does make sense. Yeah. yeah. That, that is really good news. I'm, you know, the family's already gathered. We're fixing up, you know, light the fire and grandma sits up. Right. It's And by the way, did they like see it as a miracle? I mean, if you stop and think about that, right? That no, could be absolutely. like a, a resurrection thing. It's like, she was dead. Now she's alive. I mean, are people following her as some kind of god now? I'll tell you what, though. Depending how much of a bitch she is, I might just let her burn. Because you're never going to hear the end of this at family get-togethers, are you? Remember that time when you tried to burn me? Yeah, that's didn't true. didn't I was dead? You'd be like... Ooh. Thanksgiving over there would suck. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
and I'm going to try and pronounce this correctly. Oh, uh, good good luck with that. Well, only because the first one you can go really wrong with this. Shakuntala Gakewad tested positive for COVID last week and was taken to hospital. She was turned away as wards were full and she fell unconscious on the way home. A family believed she was dead and prepared a funeral pyre. She narrowly avoided being burned alive. Her family mistakenly thought she was dead and prepared her for cremation. I'm trying to find out how long she was actually passed out for because surely it takes a bit of a time unless you've got personal funeral pyres just built in your backyard all the time just out of convenience. Yeah, but just like, you know, when Pat went over there, I mean, the, the pandemic is so bad over in India, they're probably kind of prepping all this stuff, right? They're just picturing people dropping dead and they got to get that cleaned up and move on to the next one. Oh. So they probably had that ready to go. With some ex extra information, which clarifies mm. it, none. As they waited for an ambulance, she became unconscious, and the family mistakenly thought she had died, and so prepared her for cremation. So I'm guessing they didn't get any kind of medical second opinion. or Oh, maybe the doctors were busy. Yeah, maybe. Moments before it was lit, Shakuntala woke up on her own funeral pyre in a panic and started crying. Well, let's be honest, wouldn't you? I mean, you, you wake up and you're like, yeah, they're about to burn me. Like, I'm pretty sure I'd wake up in a panic. Yeah, I wouldn't start crying. That's a bit babyish, isn't it? Well, Just I wouldn't start crying. On fire. Well, I wouldn't start crying, but I would wake up in a panic. Yeah. Well, local police confirmed the story. I, they bought the story. It might have just been people trying to burn their really annoying relative. She was later transported back to hospital to be cared for. Mm. Last year, India's health ministry released guidelines for the cremation of people who have died of COVID. Step was, one, make sure they're yeah, dead. make sure they're dead. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know they're trying to, you know, bump up the COVID figures, but... You right, know. and none of the three of us were not doctors, right. but we could have helped out with step one. We yeah. could have wrote that for them and said, look, step one, make sure they're dead. Well, if in doubt, give a little bit of a slap, because if they're dead, no harm, no foul. Right. If they're alive, you've just, you know, confirmed you're about to make a terrible error. Yeah. What yeah. What was that deal like way back when, where they tied bells around people's hands because people were getting buried alive? And so they would be buried in these cemeteries and there were bells in the cemetery oh. and the cemetery keeper or whatever would be there all night listening for those bells to make sure somebody didn't wake up in mm. the coffin. There, there was a name for that. Is that some variant of sleeping sickness or something? I, I don't remember what it was, mm. but apparently it was common because they were like exhuming some graves and there were scratch marks and everything on the coffins because yeah, people were vampires would... dude no no yeah no, no it wasn't yeah, vampires this was yeah. real no this was it's absolutely so real well, well <laughs> some of them might have been vampires yeah. but <laughs> this was real right you know what one of the best things about this article is that they have taken notice to put in a uh special warning given out by the Indian government that reassures its citizens that 5G does not cause COVID. Ah, They've made an official statement here. It says, uh, it's reassured its citizens that 5G has not caused the second wave of coronavirus following a spate of conspiracy theories circulating on social media. Officials pointed out that there are no 5G networks in India. 
Oh, that's unfortunate. So, yeah. So, I mean, even if it did, I mean, I don't know what they're worrying about. Yeah, but but how far behind? I mean, Pat, when you were over in India, did you have any problems getting cell phone service? Um, when we got into the country, we did. Yeah. You know, in the city, no problem. City, city, no problem. But you still didn't have five G. You know, I, I, apparently not. I I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. I don't even know if the five G works here because I'm supposed to have five G on my phone, but I haven't seen any increase in download speeds right. on my phone. Right. So I I think the five G is really a conspiracy and they're just changing the letter <laughs> yeah. on your phone and yeah, saying just changing the number from like three yeah. G to LTE to five G and no different sorts of Right. Charge you charge you more for it, but nothing's really changed. Because that's one thing, because I buy the cheapest possible phone plan, right? It's like twenty dollars a month, okay? And um, it's unlimited texting, calling, all that crap. But I only get like two gigs of high-speed data, and then it goes back to 3G. But I can't notice the difference between that LTE speed and even the 2G speed, because it will still download and still do stuff exactly the same speed. So I don't know now everybody's switched to these faster services that the old services, which used to be super slow, hardly anybody's ever using it anymore. And so now it's super quick again. Oh, yeah, it could yeah. be congestion then. Yeah. Is what you're saying? Like, right. it, you know, you moved enough people to the newer service, yeah. and now that mm-hmm. the old service doesn't have as many users, they right. can use it faster. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. Well, with all that said, thanks for tuning into this episode of the Wolf and the Shepherd. We appreciate your support, and we will catch you on the next one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Wolf and the Shepherd podcast. If you like what you just heard, we hope you'll pass along our web address, thewolfandtheshepherd.com, to your friends and colleagues. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes when you get a chance. Check us out on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for additional content. Join us next time for another episode of The Wolf and the Shepherd. Ooh.